We're all quantum dudes. Hey, we're back for another episode of AlphaCast. I'm Mike Winter, and I'm here as always with Dr. Bear Paul Lando coming to you live and direct from the beautiful uh, Smith River in the great state of Jefferson. People say all the time in the comments, Bear, what the heck is the state of Jefferson? Well, it's a mindset. It's a mindset here up in uh, the border of California and Oregon. It's all about freedom and liberty and um, being your own man or woman. And so that's why I always open up the podcast with that, because everything is about mindset. And we're going to go deep into that today with our guest, Jay Campbell, who is the master of that mindset. Very excited to have him on today. One uh, thing I wanted to announce real quick before we kick in the podcast, very excited. The event has launched. So we talked about it a few times on uh, a previous AlphaCast. Uh, a lot of work has gone into this. Um, you can find out more uh, if you just go to alphavedic.com forward slash the event. Uh, it's a safe online platform for every woman and man to come as they are, a place to step into one's true authentic self and create a new story in parallel to the old a paradigm shift, a transformative experience with accessible action-based teachings and solutions to quantum leap one's mindset, health, healing, and prosperity, key prosperity. Uh, this new story starts with the return to the power within sovereignty and bridges with real community. It includes setting a boundary of love, our own law, common to I, and is held in alignment with our common source. It's a communal activation and collaboration of forward-thinking women and men from around the planet to serve humanity for a greater good. An activation portal to activate a new way of living and being that is aligned with Christ's consciousness. So that is the event. So excited and proud uh, to be involved with it, to have Dr. Berlando featured in it. And Jay, we will be doing this probably uh, at least twice a year. So I, um, your name did come up. It was last minute because we just kind of got introduced from our friend Justin Franson, but we would love to have you involved with the next one because you really embody everything I just I just said there. Thank you, brother. I'm in. Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah. Uh, and, and for everybody who's coming over from Jay's camp, learning about us, um, you can find out everything about Alphavedic at our website, alphavedic.com, A-L-F-A-V-E-D-I-C.com. And Bear, I'm rocking our new shirt. Uh, hopefully, maybe we can get out for the holidays. <laughs> We're kind of... I've uh, been lagging on that, but it says, uh, uh, what's it say here? Um, simply realize the truth. Uh, here, I'm getting by the mic. There is no spoon. Beautiful. And uh, a little uh, Got to see out. the back, Mike. Uh, the bike, the back's great, too. You're making me disrobe here. Uh, a little chilly this morning. Take but, it all off. Uh, yeah. I only imagined anyway that meat suit. <laughs> totally so yeah it's a beautiful shirt shout out to bryden lando bear's son uh who is the master at our merch like this electric universe hat i'm wearing here it's official alpha beta hat as well nice. so uh yeah so uh anyways uh yeah we're always having fun here jay that's the point of life right is like have, absolutely have fun with your brand uh make it sexy make it fun make healthy fun um yeah so uh Awesome guys. So I just wanted to share that today. I'm and and it's a really soft, like very wearable shirt. Bryden's the man at that. So I'm super pumped on it. Uh, so we'll get that up on the store shortly. We just got to get our act together and get a couple shots of it and get it up there. We've got the stock now at the farm and everything. So I'm gonna try to work on that bear uh ASAP with Bryden. So let's do it. Sweet. Um well, quote: the universe is a place of vibration and energy. The laws of quantum physics prove 
the universe gives you what you focus on. Focus on manifesting your magnificent life. Jay Campbell. Uh, as the oldest of nine children, Jay Campbell was a competitive high school athlete in baseball, soccer, and basketball. Jade played uh, collegiately for Georgia Southern Southwestern University. You know what? This is my wife calling me during the live broadcast. Um, I'm doing a live uh, alpha cast right now. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, Let's have uh, some podcast decorum here, please. Yeah, seriously. Um, well, she works from home now, so uh, which I'm blessed to have her here. So, um, uh, so sorry about that. Uh, played collegiately for Georgia Southwestern University as a combo guard from 1991 to 1993 upon graduating with a degree in international relations. And basketball is my sport. Love me some b-ball. Uh, he became his own meticulous lab rat and biohacker in a world where science and clinical expertise was deeply limited, if not non-existent outside the bodybuilding and performance enhancement circles. In 2010 through 2014, Jay competed in the inaugural men's physique division of the NPC, where he won multiple first place overall trophies. Jay's mastery of the hormonal optimization and optimized healthcare space has allowed him to become a chief innovator and disruptor to the sick care medical industry and a leading global evangelist. Jay teaches men, women, and their doctors how to optimize their hormones, their life, and their happiness. Since coming back from 12 days in the Sacred Valley of Peru in, in July of 2019, Jay experienced a seismic spiritual shift manifesting in a newly enhanced mission of helping to raise the collective consciousness vibration of humanity. If your goal is to become fully optimized from a body, mind, heart, and soul perspective, this episode is for you. Dr. Bear Lando, how fun is this going to be? We're so pumped to have Jay on. Absolutely. Sorry, I was kind of last minute here too. I'm kind of stoked. I just got my new Peloton bicycle. Oh, there goes my phone. <laughs> Unreal. Hey, we were talking about the Ar just, we were, we were literally I'll talking about the archons, the, the archons before this talk. And oh, they're gonna be here. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> okay, so I just had my new Peloton bicycle uh, delivered a few minutes ago. We're up there setting it, so I'm stoked. I've got cardio awesome. for the rainy winter months indoors, and uh, anyway, that's that's the kind of excitement I like in my life. So, uh, Jay, so great to have you here. And I know you're a very busy man and making uh, the time for us today. We really, really appreciate it. Um, just to start to things you off, you, uh, well, our pleasure. And uh, just to start things off, you know, uh, I spent the majority of my life uh, through most of my adulthood, even in dojos and gyms. So that's kind of where I feel more comfortable. So as I've learned more about you and seen your story, you know, I could just sort of sit here and, and do that kind of conversation. But maybe where we can uh, take it today, you know, is, is when I was training and I trained at pretty high levels in competitive sports and all and had huge body weights and low uh, you know, body fat and, sure. you know, and, and got my strength up and all that kind of stuff. So I know what it takes. I know what you went through, you know, the kind of discipline and focus that you went through. So I really admire that about you. Uh, the thing that I'm, I'm pretty sure that you connected the same dots that, that I did early on is that when you use your own 
biological apparatus apparatus to uh, focus your will and your intention. And then you see that you can actually develop a certain level of mastery in how it performs, how you want it to look and so forth. It's very empowering. And that, you know, for me, it bled into other areas of my life. And, uh, you know, I think that was very powerful. And so I'd like to talk, you know, a lot today about, you know, your expertise in endocrine optimization, because that's real important these days. And just a a little bit of a perspective, you know, when you study the Kabbalah, uh, when you get into even Rudolf Steiner said the same thing, you know, the physical temple, our biology is, um, is um, more important than we can realize. Now, we don't want to be overly bodily conscious, but it is important. And what they say is that on the level of spirit, uh, you know, we are um, uh, very uh, pure in our purpose, we'll say. Uh, however, when the physical temple is deficient in some way, then that spirit, that purpose cannot manifest properly and ground in. Now, what's alarming to me, and this is really, again, your area of expertise, is when I see the men of our society uh, so estrogenized. And I even see little boys that look way different than the little boys that I grew up with. And the thing I believe is that, you know, that whole male polarity is really laid down on the job. And I think it's largely not, you know, indoctrination, there's a lot of things going on, but it's largely because our biology is not able to really manifest our polarity. And so I I think what you're up to, uh, you know, and what you've developed uh, has ramifications in more than just making us feel better in our own skin, but that it in uh, that's my uh, hydrogen thing here. Nice. But it really has possibly uh, you know larger societal ramifications, and you know just a, just a quick message to the men folk out there: um, it's really time to get on our A game, and it's really disgraceful that this is just my opinion that the male polarity has not stepped up and stopped this nonsense. It's going on a long time ago. And especially uh, the fact that they've come after our children and we allow it to happen. So uh, the men need to really step into their full power. And Jay, I know you have a lot of solutions in that area. So uh, sorry, I'm kind of rambling here, but if that maybe can get us started and, you know, whatever area in there that you'd like to start us off on. And uh, I'm really looking forward to this discussion. And thanks again for being with us here today. Again, gentlemen, for both of you guys, Mike, Doc, uh, appreciate the opportunity to be here. You guys are profoundly inspiring yourselves. Uh, you know, obviously we have a lot of the same friends. We're all walking in this community today, but to your points, uh, I like to just really start off with, with, you know, the great doctor, Dr. Anthony Jay, who was the lead Mayo Clinic researcher, is a very good friend of mine, you know, wrote the great landmark book, really a landmark book called Estrogeneration. And, you know, it's from 2017. And, you know, he was the first guy. And again, he's in the, the bastions of academe, you know, as the Mayo Clinic leading researcher to start looking into what was happening. And he was like, this is all being suppressed. This is all being covered up. I mean, all of these, you know, phytoestrogens, uh, thiolates, you know, BPA, estrogenics, which are known as endocrine disrupting chemicals are decimating humanity. 
Now, when I mean decimating humanity, I mean doing exactly what you just discussed, making men feminized, making women masculinized. This is all guys. I mean, again, you know, I don't want to go too deep down the path here because there's a lot of things we can cover, but this is all one giant conspiracy that, you know, again, our great friend Rudolf Steiner wrote about <coughs> in like 1906 <coughs> that they were attempting to create the transhumanist armament. And the transhumanist is a biobot synthetic version of humanity. And you guys just mentioned the A word at the beginning of this show and whoever they are, and obviously they are in physical form, all sorts of things. But, you know, if they are, you know, etheric, they are obviously attempting to make human beings more in their image, which again is trans and is this like AI Autobot. I like to call it an Autobot, right? So it's like a man-machine merge. And again, there are leading people out there today, Peter Diamandis, Ray Kurzweil, who are promoting this. As you guys know, it's the singularity, right? Like this is something that humans should aspire to do and be, and it's insanity. Now, obviously, there is a large contingent of human beings, if they are human, that's a question in and of itself, <laughs> that yes. are interested in this whole metaverse idea, right? So the best perfect way of all of us being on the show today to make people truly understand this and interrelate this is to look at what now Facebook has become, right? It's the metaverse. And so they're now promoting this idea that human beings can freely give up their consciousness into this cyborg AI, you know, Borg system of artificial reality. Remember, I mean, you, you guys are, you know, we're all around the same age. I mean, the reality is, is they used to talk about virtual reality. Well, guess what? Now we're in artificial reality. And so they want all of us to merge into this machine. And, and as you guys know, in doing this, you have to give up your humanity. And all of these people that are, again, falling asleep at the wheel from a physiological standpoint, again, due to the attack. And again, it is a as I like to say, it is a full-scale siege. It is from the air that we breathe, the water that we drink, the food that we eat, the stuff they spray into the sky. You know, what you know? What is it? I, 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 it's a code word. They can hack in when I say this, but graphene oxide is now everywhere. You can test for this, Doc. You probably know this. It's everywhere. It is in everything. It is all over the environment. People are now basically frequency encoded beings. Yeah. Okay. Even it's, if you never got the shot, it's ubiquitous. Yep. Yes. It's literally now everywhere. So at the end of the day, the only thing you can do as a sovereign, empowered, free soul is to keep your vibration in resonance. Right. And obviously, all three of us and the people that follow us and the people that, you know, congregate, you know, because we're all like mind, we're all, we're all of our own hive mind. Um, we have to continue to preach and lead from the front that it's okay to remain again, sovereign, empowered, and free. It's okay to work on your physiology. It's okay to focus on teaching people that being a, as I call spiritually fit, doesn't come without also being physically fit. Like you cannot, you know, here's a really simple way for people to understand this. And, and, you know, and I'm not judging or uh, labeling, but if you are obese, okay, biologically, you are heavily inflamed. 
you have in your vasculature and all of your biological systems inflammasomes flying in all directions at all time in your body, right? So you cannot be connected energetically to source and whatever you want to call source, God, you know, the energy and frequency of all things, the universal consciousness, whatever people want to spiritually label it, you cannot be connected when you're disconnected. And so what people don't understand is, is like when you are physiologically inflamed and again, heavily inflamed, it's not possible for you to experience the energy and frequency of divine connection. It's just not. Now, I know that these bodies are not real. These are imagined avatar vehicles for soul, you know, evolution, expression, growth, whatever the experience, but you still have to live in your physical avatar body. As you guys know, I mean, Mike, you're all excited. You got a Peloton, right? I have a life cycle in my bedroom. If I didn't have my life cycle, I'd go insane. Right. So, I mean, like you do as a physical expressive being, you should, I mean, I, I, I would say need, I know it's a weak word, but you, you, you should, you should, you should mandate a part of your day or your existence to focus on optimizing the physical avatar body, whether it's through weight training, BJJ, yoga, you know, deep plyometrics, weight training, spinning on a, a Peloton, whatever it is. I mean, you can get this from going into nature too, but I mean, you have to have that focus to change this avatar body so that you feel good, both energetically and spiritually. And again, I constantly argue that you cannot be physically, uh, uh, what's a word I want to say, let's say integrated and whole if you're inflamed, right? And again, inflammation is everything, right? Sickness, disease, you know, fear-based. I mean, this is, this is, you know, what happens to the avatar body. And you guys know this too. I mean, you know, and I always tell this to people, but you cannot get sick physiologically unless you energetically manifest it. Okay. So fear and worry and stress, which leads to the biological degradation of lack of sleep, the inflammatory response, which creates uh, cellular degradation, which leads to the various diseases of aging. This is all psychosomatic at a root cause. And that's why the sick care medical system can never, ever create true intervention, because all they ever do is seek the symptomology treatment of disease. They don't give a flying you-know-what about health and wellness and functional strength and functional spirituality and all of these things. All they want to do is medicate you because that's how the machine drives profit. And big pharma is the most sinister force on yes. our planet, yes. maybe second only to the financial well, system. Well, guys, there's, you know, but they both yeah. have this twin snakes going around yeah, all exactly. of their symbology. <laughs> what do you think that is? Yeah, the caduceus. So uh, earlier on, Jay, you were talking about the consciousness shift. There it is. <laughs> there it is. You know, the consciousness shift, of course, we're getting out of that uh, more the, you know, we've been in the compression cycle, more of creation, which gives us more of a concept uh, or an illusion of time. But as the shift is happening right now, uh, our thoughts, our emotions are starting to happen on the instant and that's going to quicken and that's another reason why the harmonic influence is so effective right now yes. is because the people that are buying into that are getting sick quicker they're getting broke oh, yeah. quicker they're you know having all their worst fears realized on the spot and of course the harmonic influence it's 
on more of a subplane, yes. you know, when they have you in train there, then you are lowering to that level and you are very vulnerable to their mind control. And where the uh, shift is taking us right now, you don't want to be there because it's instant karma time. Wow, that's beautifully stated. And, and, and very truthfully, as you know, that subplane is literally controlled, you know, from a vibrational scale. I know all of your listen, listeners are familiar with this and so are mine, but from a vibrational scale, the dark side, and again, let's just call them those who would hold us back. They want us vibrating in pure dissonance, right? Because the more dissonant frequency they create, the more dissonance they beget. And then all of the people that are in dissonance are just aggregating again, the hive mind, right? So You've got all of these people today who are listening to the quote unquote news or whatever source they get their, you know, the, the disinformation narrative, and they are all programmed to that exact same exact frequency. Like, you know, I won't mention names, but you know, my wife, well, I just say my wife went and saw her dad. And of course, you know, her dad is fully beat and already got a couple boosters and started talking to her about the Omnicron thing or whatever it is. And my wife's like, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. I don't even acknowledge any of that exists. And then he gets so upset. Well, honey, this is a very serious thing. You know, you, you should take it serious. So if you get your information from contaminated sources, again, that make you forcibly vibrate here, you as a conscious, free, empowered, sovereign soul being like us three and the people that listen to us and follow us and we congregate with, we have to physiologically choose to remove ourselves from that energy. And it's not easy to do this in today's day and age, because again, as you guys know, religion, there's so many structural control levers that, you know, push us to go back, you know, the whole, if you're a Catholic, blood is thicker than water. And, you know, so then you're, you know, I got to go back in, I got to wade in during the holidays (laughs) and I have to get into these dissonant frequency conversations, but I don't do it by the way, just so you guys know, like I have chosen to completely and totally opt out. I only spend my time with resonant humans. I do not focus. I send my family that is not where we are love and light. And I hope for the best, but I do not choose to put my energy in that frequency. Because as you guys know, when you sympathize, you drop down. Again, these are all the walls of physics, but that's where people get lost because again, they get they get brooded, as I like to say, back into that idea of sympathy. You have to go and hang out with the low vibrators because that's what you do. You know, obviously we just finished Thanksgiving and everybody that goes to family get togethers around holidays and stuff experiences that, but it's not, you don't have to consciously choose to do that. You, again, you can send them love and, 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 and put a bubble of light and, and happiness and love and joy around them and not get into that frequency. And I think ultimately People like us, wherever we're going on this planet, we can talk about that, are going to probably be eventually living in communities around each other, creating these frequencies of resonance, you know, uh, and I don't know how that works, guys. I don't know how eventually that evolves out, but I mean, the way things are going, I mean, I think that's ultimately what plays out on this current timeline, my opinion. Yeah. You know, we're... (laughs) Go ahead. Mike. I was just going to say, you mentioned Thanksgiving and being around uh, in some ways, energy vampires or just discordant folks who um, really clashing with your, with the residents of, you know, this higher frequency that we're trying to maintain, but there is something kind of about doing the work. If you can maintain that like exactly. brightness and that, like for me, exactly. I say one of the greatest 
things like one of the most bravest things I do right now is go to Walmart. I don't, I try to never go, but because we're so rural, sometimes you have to go in. And so I emit this frequency of light and happiness and smiles and smile at all the masked people and, 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 and give hugs where I can and raise that frequency. Right. So, but that is, you're right. You got to be on your A game because you could easily slip, have that discordance slip into you and bring you down. So it is an interesting time we're in where we're dealing with that. And then on the second thing with your question about where community is going, that's what we're all about. And I think Bear was going to touch on that real quick too. But um, what we see happening with us, for instance, we have a lot of people moving up here where we're at. And, And I don't necessarily believe in the commune idea because I think to be sovereign, you should be on your own land. That's why we've done episodes on land patents and on the law, but doesn't mean you can't be in community where we do work parties and we go hang out and we help each other on everyone's land and we, and we work with each other that way. So it's a mindset, right? It's a mindset of harmonics within the community. And, and so I think we can even have that across the whole plane, the planet, however you want to see this realm we're in, because it's a mindset. And because we have these tools of technology, we can use them to our benefit as long as we do them in the right way, like we're doing today and like we do on Telegram. So, yeah. And you're so, yeah, it's just a fascinating time to be alive because we're seeing that um, that that split and we're seeing those people come like law of attraction. They're coming to us right now to live here. Exactly so. Right. so that's beautifully said. We're all walking, as I like to say, between the third, fourth and fifth dimension now, not all. I mean, obviously a lot of people are just stuck and vibrating in third, but for folks like us who are navigating, you know, these frequency pathways of, again, I like to call them third, fourth, and fifth, you have to, you're right, Mike. I mean, you have to place your consciousness in that highest and best I'm here to serve. But to go back to what you were saying, there's a difference from going to Walmart than to going to a family relative's home. (laughs) <laughs> you're put in that space where when they say to you, did you get the V or whatever it is that you're now, like you said, you talk about having to be at your highest and best and having mm-hmm. to have a force field of energy around you. That's where it's true uh, mastery of navigation, because that is, I mean, the only solution that you can do there is literally smile to them and say, Hey, I really appreciate being here with you today. And for the sake of not wanting to, you know, get into any kind of disagreement, I would prefer to not speak like that. That's the only answer. I've played this game many times in my life, but <laughs> you, you, you honestly, even if you do that though, the risk is still great because again, if it's crabs in the bucket and there's 10 of them and one of you, I mean, dude, you don't really have an option. You, you, you then have to publicly excuse yourself. You, you really have to walk away because there's nothing good that can come from any conversation with those folks. But I love that, that attitude that you have, because that's the way I am too. And I actually have had people I've interviewed who've said to me, if you're in pure resonance and you walk into that Walmart or that target or whatever it is, that pharmacy, you will not even connect with the energy and frequency of third dimension because you are so above it dimensionally and obviously vibrationally. And of course, consciously that they don't even see you. I mean, literally I've had a woman, I've interviewed a woman who literally at the peak of whatever the debacle of last year was, would go into COVID. I mean, go into COVID that was a Freudian slip would go into Costco (laughs) 
and not wear a mask. And if you guys knew, you know, that was the most militant place of all of them. They yeah, would yeah, literally yeah. escort people out. And she said she did it four times. And this is a very high vibration soul, by the way. And never once did anyone say anything to her. And in fact, she said that when she was at the checkout, one time she said she thought that a woman was looking at her, you know, she was buying her stuff. And she just kind of was like, how are you doing today? And smiled really hard at her. And then it went away. So you truly can raise your frequency to be above the third dimension. But as you said, it takes true mastery. It takes work and it takes really powerful focus. And uh, the mastery, I believe, in what you're describing with that woman is that it's up to us to withdraw all of our attachments, our projections, our opinions. And uh, when we have those judgments, you know, we are literally sending out a ray to those people and they're going to they're going to connect with you. So if you just go in in that neutral space, you know, you have literally drawn the cloak of invisibility around you. And people just don't notice you the same. Uh, I've had the same experience. And of course, uh, that's been, um, I'd say, my task over the last couple of years, because I have more of a fiery type A personality. And the first thing I want to do is punch somebody, you know. But, um, you know, it's I'm looking at it as a real opportunity to, uh, you know, clean up my act as well. And so it's, you know, my wife and myself, too, she's kind of similar to me in a way. And, uh, you know, we we both have each other to support uh, ourselves through this. And we have just come to the same conclusion. It's just like, you know, they've got their own path. And, you know, when we first moved up here, it was just her and I and we're out in the boonies. You know, Mike was one of the first ones who came to to visit us and camped out in our front yard. And so we're just doing our thing with no expectations about anything. And now there's a whole tribe gathering. And what's different this time around, because we experienced back in the 60s, because, you know, we're in that generation. uh, When people came into community situations, they came with a lot of needs that they um, really had expectations of the community fulfilling for them. The type of people that are showing up now are coming with strengths. Uh, with no desire to take and only a desire to give. And it's just astounding the amazing people that are just showing up on our doorstep from all over the world. Beautiful, man. I did a podcast. You guys will love this. I did a podcast two days ago with Dr. Udu Erasmus. Now, I don't know if you guys know who that is, but that's the guy who founded the Udu's oil, perfect essential fatty acid blend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So in my 20s, when I first got into this field of nutrition and health and walking this path, he was like an idol of mine, right? Because like I was getting into, in tw- at 24 and 25, I was on the CompuServe low-carb exercise list. And I was like fascinated <laughs> to be around all of these like guys who are all gurus now. Um, but, you know, we were all just finding our way. You know, some guys were like exercise physiologists. There were guys that were like dietitians. I mean, there were all sorts of learned people in this group. And again, it was at the beginning of the internet. It was literally CompuServe AOL. And I remember reading his book. And so anyway, I was like a fanboy talking to him two days ago. I was giving you guys as background on him. But guys, this guy is a living master. He has cataloged since he was 28 years of age. 19,000 minutes of stillness. He literally catalogs them in his diary. And I mean, I'll send you guys 
the podcast because it won't break until probably mid-January or so on my channel and all that stuff. But like it is, I've already sent it to all my inner circle, which I'll send it to you guys now too. It is the most profound thing that I have ever done in my life. I mean, this man is 80 and he is like, it was like speaking to Buddha or Yeshua. It, 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 I mean, again, I mean, for mm -hmm. me, I was like thought I was getting into a conversation about essential fatty acids and bioactive. <laughs> you know? I mean, this guy didn't is, he um, work at the Wigmar Institute? Yeah, dude, this guy's. So let me just—he's done it all. So, so mm -hmm. after we have this profound conversation, mm -hmm. at the very end, he tells me this, and I want to give this to you guys, and this will be something you guys will remember the rest of your life. He says, "Jay, the only thing that any of us as human beings should understand is this." And he says, and I want you to know this. He says, I am come not to judge, but to love. And when he said that to me, I was like, he was, you know, he was in a story. And I was like, at the end, I was like, Udu, like, is that from one of the, you know, great Taoist uh, philosophers or teachers? And he's like, no. And then he tells me the story. He's like, I've never shared this with anyone. I'm going to share this with you. So now I'm actually sharing it with your audience too. He says, when I was 28, I was in the the matrix and living a very materialistic existence. You know, everybody has the similar story, this breakthrough. And he says, I was sleeping one night and I literally woke up and there was a four foot translucent being at the foot of my bed. Now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting all geeked out because him and I have not spoken anything about esoteric in this podcast. It's all about meditation, stillness, blah, blah, blah. And I say to him, I'm like, Oh, interesting. And he goes, Jay, it wasn't a gray alien, if you're thinking that. <laughs> I was like, oh. And then he says it was literally a being of divine, pure energy. That's what he says to me. And he says it translocated that into my brain. And so ever since that moment, and he's like, and then I felt like I had just experienced pure bliss. And I was like, what the hell? And I was, you know, for me, I was like thinking that would be using 5-MeO. That that's the feeling that you have when you do that. Cause I've done that many times in my life. And so, uh, he, you know, he then says that he woke up and his entire life changed. It was all about at that moment, seeking what he calls that still small voice and the inner, the inward path. And so, I mean, again, you know, this is after 45 minutes of the most profound thing that I've ever been in. You guys, I'm a loquacious person. I didn't even say anything. I just sat there and listened to him talk. I mean, he's one of those people who, barely speaks and everything that comes out lit, raises your consciousness a hundred points, you know, but that's, you know, that was what he said. He's like, we have gotten so turned inward. I mean, e external in this planet right now that all we need to do as a species is just get enough of us, meaning us to really teach people that it's about being and not doing. And, and so much of us, obviously, even guys like us is doing right, because now it's about like we have to do because if we don't, humanity is done. I mean, let's be honest, it's done. Right. So but it's like balancing the being with the doing. And, you know, his com the conversation was it, was it was again, I was speaking to Buddha, but, you know, he was saying like every morning my ritual is. I awaken, I stretch, he's, he lives single, his wife is him or long divorce, he has three kids, bunch of grandkids, but he's like, I wake. I stretch, I brush my teeth and then I go into stillness and I'm like, can you explain that? And he's like, I have a chair in my bedroom, in the corner of my bedroom. And I'm like, a chair, is it like a lounge chair? Is it like a recliner? It's like, no, it's a straight back chair. And I just sit there and I'm like, well, then what? And he's like, it usually takes me somewhere between 45 and 90 minutes until I get there. 
And I mean, and then, you know, he just proceeds to explain, you know, what it was like for him to do this. And guys, he's been doing this for 37 years, no matter what, you know, I mean, and again, you're right. I mean, he, he, he has all these patents. He developed all of these essential fatty acid blends and all of this amazing not, information about, uh, you know, life and nutrition and, you know, how to be holistic. And I asked him, I'm like, so where did all this knowledge come from? And he said, it all came from within. So the more I went still again, meditated, and he doesn't even call it meditation. He just calls it introspection. He says that you introspect so hard that everything stops and you're just in this void. So he says to me that like every time he would go deeper into the void, he would have to come back. Nope. He's like, don't let anybody tell you that you could get lost in meditation and that it's risky because you have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> So it was mind blowing, but then, you know, he was like, look, the more I went into this, the more the creation power of God, again, you know, he used a bunch of different words. He's definitely anti-religious and Abrahamic. And we talked a little bit about that too, but you know, he was um, just stating that the more he went within, the more profound awareness was granted. And so all of these things that he got involved in were just literally consciousness his, he says, implanted into his mind. And I'm telling you, this guy can talk about anything. After it was over, we spoke for about 10 minutes and we, you know, we gave each other our cell phone numbers. And I was like, dude, I, he's in Vancouver. You guys have to have him on. I'm going to connect you with him. You guys are, I mean, dude, this dude, I, I didn't even know. Like I said, I mean, he's got a podcast recruiting team now and he reaches out to people that are speaking in the ways that we're doing. And so I thought I was going to be talking about essential fatty acids. I was like, dude, I'm a fanboy of this guy. And then I get on and this guy's Buddha, straight up Buddha, you know, and he doesn't care. But at the end, he was like, you know, Jay, it was a really good conversation. I don't get a chance to talk to other souls like yours. He's like, maybe you and I should do a live stream and we should talk about biohacking. <laughs> I was like, dude, anytime you want to get around me, I will be glad to enjoy the conversation. But that's the cool thing, guys, is there are people out there right now who are vibrating in this resonant field of energy and frequency and they're lifting everybody. I mean, I, I, again, I sent it to a couple of my inner circle friends and they watched it and they, you know, they messaged me this morning cause I just did it on Tuesday afternoon. And they were like, dude, holy shit. Who is this guy? You know, cause if you don't know who he is from back in the nutrition days, you know, you're a, de a dork, like I was into that kind of stuff. You wouldn't know who he was. And so, but for me, I was like, I knew who he was. And then once I found out who he really was, I was like, oh my goodness. So they're out there, guys. So we are going to move into the golden age. It's going to happen. Come hell or high water, whether it's in this dimension, another dimension, whether it's in this lifetime or the next, it's going to happen. There are too many of us here right now in this vibrational frequency of third dimension who are going to manifest it. And we all know we're all, we're all divine creators. We have the ability to simulate our reality through our words, thoughts, and actions. So we can create this with a mindset as you guys opened the very show. And that mindset is resonance. I am consciousness. And the people that are creating the fear deliberately are the ones that have the most fear. Right. And their greatest fear is exactly what you're talking about that we are going to wake up. That's what all of this is about, is to keep us down on the level that they don't lose control. Because once that happens, and it's already happened, right. they've already, they've already uh, created their own demise a long time ago. But um, when that happens, they're done because they're 
parasites. And when the host is no longer available, then they're just going to wither and die. And of course, the host is energy. And we all have the life energy, the batteries that they require in order to sustain themselves. So rather than any kind of struggle on any of any type, all we have to do is stop giving them our life force. It's that exactly simple. Right. And, and to that point, guys, um, and I like to say this, and I hope I don't get in trouble and I'll speak in code, their, their entire play of the last hundred years was to V people. Because that was the only way they could suppress human consciousness. Why do you think in the last 20 years as all of these masters have incarnated in? I mean, I mean, there are massively ascended masters incarnating in every second. I just flew back on yep. a plane ride. You guys are going to love this. I just flew back on a plane ride from Mexico um, three weeks ago. And by the way, we fly from Tijuana to wherever we want to go in Mexico. So I don't have to deal with any of the nonsense. You know, we literally so walk you drive, the, a, you walk across the border straight up. We park in San Diego or we get a drive. We, you know, we get a driver and they just take us to CVEX and we just cross CVEX and just show our customs things to the Mexican custom authorities. And you just fly anywhere you want in Mexico. No testing, nothing. I've last four trips. I've done it. It's unbelievable. There's so many of us now, by the way, expats now living in Mexico, but, but the truth is, on the way back, there were these two people sitting right in front of us, and there was an infant, four and a half weeks old, and the plane was insanely turbulent, and we didn't even know there was an infant there because the infant never made a sound. Mm -hmm. And so when they got up and we started talking to them and we deboarded, here's the mom with the baby, and all of us are like, you have a baby? And so instantly, the hairs of my arm, they're standing up right now. And on the back of my neck. And I was like, there's an ascended master. Literally, that's an ascended master right there. Right. So they cannot stop consciousness now from raising and getting to a place of, you know, whatever you want to call it, fifth dimensional awareness or, you know, love, you know, the end of polarity, the end of duality. And they have, then they know it. You guys said it. They know it. They literally know it. And so their only game plan was to delay it. And they delayed it through the beat. And now this is their end game is taking as many energetically souls as they can who choose to, you know, quote unquote, leave the system. And, and let's face it, you know, from a, from a, if we're talking Hawkins, from an absolute objective, purely spiritual observational standpoint, everybody is doing exactly what they need from a soul level for evolution and growth. So if you choose to be, you choose to opt out, you choose to quote unquote, physically avatar body die, then that was what you needed. You wanted to experience that contrast through evolution and growth. So again, I don't have any judgment of anybody who does anything. You want to get it? Fine. You want to get the B? You know, fine. You want to keep going? You want to get every quarter, every other month, whatever? Do whatever you got to. This is all for evolution and growth at a soul level, but I'm not going to do that. You know, you guys are not going to do that. Many of us will not do that. We're going to create our own, you know, heaven on earth, by living in residence and choosing to be around other people in residence. Cause again, it's all consciousness at the end of the day, we are nothing more than vibrating particles and standing waves. That's it. Well said. And of course the first harmonic um, strategy was to change science. 
and take the concept of, uh, you know, this universal life force, whatever you want to call it, you can call it orgone, you can call it uh, prana, chi, but it's the living canis that allows us to interact and have our individualized creative experience. So the first thing they had to do is convince us that that never existed in the first place. And so that was uh, the initial step towards this mechanistic, uh, you know, with the end goal of AI. And unfortunately, uh, you know, with my conventional medical training, it was exclusively on that level. And, uh, you know, when I started opening up other doorways and then actually starting to do different things, you know, I got a lot of flack from a lot of people. And uh, from that point on had to, you know, always be watching over my shoulder, you know, to, you know, just make sure that my family was out of harm's way. So we've been on this path for a long time. And, you know, people like myself were, have been marginalized for the last 50 years. And what's ironic is everything that we were made fun of for telling people back then has all come true a hundred times over. And now the, the next part of the message that we're trying to convince people of is, um, you know, meeting the, the same kind of uh, ridicule. So, yeah, the conclusion is, is exactly what you just said, is that people have made their choice. It's none of our business what each other chooses. However, uh, when they will not mind their own business right. and encroach in our territory, that's where the testosterone comes in. <laughs> well, it's and it's also, we got to remember, there are cosmic laws, universal yes. laws that they cannot yes, hack. And so one of them is that besides the law of polarity is the law of rhythm. So we're seeing that tide. So as they push this way, we get this massive push the other way. And that's what's so exciting is what you're talking about with Udu and all these nodes of bright consciousness and these ascended masters coming in. And a lot of people seeing St. Germain these days, all this stuff is we're seeing this like on, on our side of things better than ever. Right. Right. And I know your business probably exploding prosperity coming in. That's why we're doing the event. So that's the beauty of it is like we're getting so much out of it by being on this side of the rhythm swing while the darkness seems really big, too. Right. And it will even out And these cosmic laws. They can't they can't mess with. But they're trying to by creating a simulacrum and this whole like, you know, metaverse and stuff. And (laughs) and so it is really fascinating. It's literally what Steiner was talking about is playing out right in front of us. And the thing that we always stress is this is should be exciting for people that are on our level man this is exciting it is time ever to be alive and mike that's great amazing what you're saying because to go back to even to go deeper um where we place our consciousness is what we get so if you want to watch the news go to sleep with cnn on blah 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 and get you know parasitically again pulled into that energy then that's what you're going to get and so it's going to be more of bad quote unquote things as you, you know, as you label it, more people die, you know, again, you know, what, what is it now that they, they've already created a diagnosis for sudden death, right? Like, uh, I mean, I listened to this dude yesterday. I can't remember what it was people send me clips. I do not go on the news. I just create great, great. But somebody sent me a clip of like some guy that was interviewed, uh, by a, by a cop, uh, you know, cause his mom died suddenly in her sleep. And, you know, he said, well, the only thing that happened was my wife, I mean, my mom got vaccinated or got her second shot uh, seven or eight days ago. And the guy was like, well, she died of blah, blah, blah. It was some sort of like heart, 
arrhythmia or, you know, myocarditis or whatever. And the guy, and then he said to him, he goes, well, don't you think that could have had something to do with it? And the guy was the autopsy medical person at the morgue. And he was like, well, that wouldn't have anything to do with it. So they literally lie again, whether they're demons or just low parasitic energies or just low vibration beings. I mean, there's a combination, I think of all now at this point with the veil so thin, but it's like you have, again, a choice of where you're going to place your consciousness. So if you're going to place your consciousness, again, down here in the narrative, then that's what you're going to get. But if you place your consciousness up here and you serve human beings every single day at your highest and best capacity, regardless of what you do, then that's what you're going to get to. Again, it's all, as you said, you, you talked about um, the law of rhythm. Everything is vibration. How you vibrate is what going is what is going to be determining on what you deal with in your life, right? Thoughts become things. What you put out is what comes back. I mean, this is all like quantifiable now. This is not conspiracy of like, you know, quantum physics is just made up. I mean, this is all real now. We understand this to be true, even though they try to hide it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's extremely real. So, I mean, again, you create your reality. So why ever, why ever have negative intentions? Why ever wish negative intention or harm or anger or victimhood or whatever it is on anybody else, right? Like uh, the perfect story is this, and, and I get this from Z Gary Zukov, you know, who wrote his newest book, which I can't remember what it was, but I read it in this June. And he says, all of us have a choice in every single thing that happens to us every day. We can either react out of fear, which is 90% of people, or we can respond out of love. And to respond out of love takes conscious focus. You have to pull back. You have to ask, you know, through your higher self, does this serve me? Does my choice or behavior serve me in this present moment? Now, the masters do that, right? And the perfect example of this is you go to, you wake up, you know, you do your Udu meditation, you get into the zone, you're in pure residence, you come out, you take a shower, you're still feeling amazing, you get in your car. I mean, this isn't relative to now because everybody works at home, right? But you get in your car and you go off to wherever it is that you work or that you serve during the day and some maniac cuts you off in traffic or drives around you and threatens you, you know, death, physical body death. And so, you know, your ego, your survival programming goes into like, I want to go after this guy. And you flip the steering wheel and you, you know, you're, you're going to drive up next to them, you know, pro-testosterone, right, doc? And you're like going to be like, you know, pull over. Or you can just be like, again, the, the, the master, and you're going to choose to like literally say, you know what, that doesn't serve me. And again, this is a, a very difficult task, right? Because your survival programming ego is going crazy right now. React, 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 fight, 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 survive, resist. But you're, you're going to just go, hmm. And you're going to wave at that crazy person with a smile on your face. And you're going to say, man, you must be having a really bad day. I send you love. Now, the energy principle of this is that as you know this, you guys know this, resonance stops dissonance. So that energy of that vibration of you saying, I send you love and you smile and wave at him actually helps that person, whether it's a man or a woman that was driving like a maniac, because you've now just upset their lower vibrational frequency through your love-based frequency. And so when more and more of us start realizing this, that we can choose to respond out of love to anything that happens to us, good or bad. And again, as you guys know, good or bad is just how you label it. Okay. Then we can fix 
everything. Again, again Hawk, when did Hawkins say it took, I think, 2,000 people vibrating at 450 and above to lift the, the energy of 100 million? You know what I mean? And again, it, it, there's not that many of us out there. Unfortunately, I think we're probably up to 15 to 16%. Maybe we're at 20, but let's face it 5% of that 20 still have jobs. And so they can't speak out loud and talk about these things because they have to put their head down because in their mind, the sandbox is if I lose my job, I'm done, right? I mean, again, how many of us are out there speaking at the level that we're speaking about who aren't entrepreneurs? None, 1%, maybe less probably. I mean, it does come down to what is what are you doing every single day that allows you to be first creative and second productive? And you can't and if you're a wage slave. And it's gratifying is that I'm seeing a rise in entrepreneurship yes. now. You know, in the yes. turn of the century, uh, you know, over 100 years ago, uh, most of the people, I think, like in the 90 percentiles were self-employed. And now it's uh, the other way, you know, it's just completely inverted. And then over half of those people derive their income either directly or indirectly from some kind of government bureaucracy. You know, as far as, uh, you know, the, the resonance factor, I think what we have to understand is the love resonance is the prevailing glue of the entire universe. So when you enter that, and not only does it feel good, but you're drafting the entire universe now, and it becomes effortless with a little practice in contrast uh, you know, anything that uh, is otherwise is a minor perturbation in the, in the, in the ethers and, and just uh, a ripple that can be overcome easily. So uh, it'll only have as much weight as we give it. Exactly. Beautifully stated. It's true. I mean, guys, I mean, I, I like what you said before, Mike, we are in the most amazing time. I think you said it too, Doc, in, in part of your comments. We are in the most amazing time ever but it's not until we place our consciousness in that aspect mm -hmm. that we can create that reality. Cause again, I mean, all of us can easily be sucked back into the matrix. I mean, it doesn't take much, you know, you get mad, somebody sends you a clip it's on TikTok or some other demonic <laughs> technology and you get pulled into that. And then instantly, even if it's positive, you know, I call it procreation, you can still just be stuck in that because now it's created this mindset in you of like, I'm angry now because yeah. I saw that. That's why I love uh, David Avocado Wolf whenever I talk to him, I'm like, how are you, David? Greatest day ever, you know? And it's true. It's just like maintaining that mindset. So when people ask me, how are you doing today? I'm like, never could be better. Best day ever. Dude, David Avocado Wolf is a huge fan of mine. I literally did not know that. And I found that out. That's so unbelievable. You just said that because somebody told me like six months ago, he's like, dude, David Avocado Wolf follows you. I'm like, David Avocado Walk, the marketer guy. And they were like, yeah. And I was like, wow. So you, the fact that you guys talked to him, I've never talked to him. Hook me up. So have you tapped into him? Because it's so funny because we, we've been in the, the alternative health scene, you know, forever, right. like you have. So David Avocado Wolf was the famous marketer, yeah. chocolate, cacao, avocado guy. That dude has transcended into a monk. Like, I mean, he's a funny guy. He's a meme magic guy, but he he spoke at Music and Sky, which is this festival that Justin Franson might have told you about that Justin's been at both of them. Yeah. Um, and what did he talk about? He talked about Aramon, the Aramonic deception. Yeah. 
he did like an hour and a half Steiner lecture in front of, in front of 400 families. And so check him out. He's really on point. He's like you, he reads, he's reading 10 books at a time. He's super deep into the esoteric. Uh, and, and, and it happens to be a health guy. So, you know, the pathway to a lot of this awakening is alternative health because you, you, you realize just one, how much we've been lied to, how much deception there is about our own bodies and, and how we're the master of our own health. And that, then it's like, why is that? Then that leads to like reading the, the Kabillion or like, you know, and, and so, um, yeah, we, we love David. Um, but going back to, um, you know, how we work and create community, because I think that's where, where we all need to get. We, uh, yes. and so I really love this idea of, of the entrepreneurial spirit, getting people out of the, the, the nine to five job, getting people back on the land, growing their own food. We're yes. all about this. Yes. Um, Jay, where are you? Would you mind saying basically where yeah. you are? No, absolutely. I'm very open. I'm in Marietta. So I'm, you know, in the wine country of California and I'm in red country. I tell people this all the time that where I live in Riverside County, it's a constitutional sheriff. I'm still in California, but the constitutional sheriff here has told Gavin Newsom, you know what? Yep. And I've seen those clips here, come down here and get some. Right. So like my wife and I <laughs> and my family left LA County in September of last year. And I could never, I can, you guys, I literally moved to paradise. I mean, I did not even realize that in Marietta and Temecula, it's like living in San Diego at one fifth the cost of San Diego. I just, de- I DJed a wedding in Temecula, uh, not too, no, like it's a maybe unbelievable year. I, yeah. climactically. I grew this up is, down there. So I, and it's crazy oh, how wow. much it's, well, I grew up in orange, Southern, like your Belinda. Yeah. 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 So we used to go to Temecula to go to the casino there when I was like a kid. Yeah. Wow. It's grown up a lot. Oh, dude, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy huge now. I mean, I live in West. Western Marietta, which is still, I wouldn't call it countrified. I mean, it's a subdivision, but like, I literally look out my backyard and I'm looking at the vineyards, right? Yeah. So I'm as, you know, as quote unquote, as country as you could be like in this part of Southern California. But I mean, the mountains from a topography standpoint are it, the Pacific ocean is only separated by the mountains where I'm at. So yeah. every single night, you know, it gets warm in the summer, but by five o'clock, dude, the wind comes in from the mountains and it's 75 degrees. I just don't even run my AC. So, I mean, and again, it's San Diego weather, but because we're at 1800 feet, I don't even have the cloud and inversion layer of San Diego. You don't have the yeah. marine layer. So it's well, sunny. It's 615, dude. Depending on the time yeah. of year, every single day. And I'm out there meditating with my dog. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why millions of people moved to SoCal. It is one of the best climates in the world. It is. Uh, it is. I, I asked where you live because I feel like, a lot of people are moving like, um, uh, and a lot of people, and we had a really fascinating conversation, um, with, um, who was it? Uh, doctor, uh, she's down in Costa Rica bear. Um, uh, who am I blank? uh Daniels, Dr. Daniels, oh, uh, and Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer Daniels. And my part of the mindset idea, right. Is where you choose where you to live. And yep. I think empowering people to become entrepreneurial in spirit and, and move to a place that is really heart resonant is a way that we can also create community and, and, and an international community of people who have defined their lifestyle in a way that is allowing them to get out of the system better. And so I brought that up to Jennifer Daniels and she said, well, I have my kids that live in the heart of New York City and they're crushing it because their mindset is right. overpowering that. Right. So I just ask where you're living because I'm always curious to how people are thriving in different areas. And I think this is another important way to talk about mentality. It's like, I have friends that live in the heart of LA that are still doing it. I don't know how they're doing it, yeah. um, but they're raising the, hopefully raising the vibration there. 
Then we also have partners that moved out of Venice Beach to Ventura. And, and, and actually, shout out to Mandy Jacob, who I'm connecting with Bryden Bear, who is crushing it in Ventura right now, taking it right to them, um, took out all the mask mandate and all that stuff um, using the law. I love her. I've just kind of connected with her. Um, but I just ask this because um, it's a real thing I have because I moved my family out of Redondo Beach, was, oh. which was an amazing place to live. Yeah, of course. We, we live up here now and I'm kissed the ground every morning. Yep. But do you think, Jay, it's important for people to get out of the cities, to get out of that? Because we're talking about the lower vibration, yeah. right? And that yeah. seems to be like the hubs. I always say it's like the Hunger Games analogy where the capital is like this place of like, like Hollywood, right? Where it's dark. But then you go out to the, the, the starving rural in that book. But here it's the flip because that's inverted here. It's people are thriving here. People are growing their own food and are not playing into the fear. And we're in a red county, really right. red county. Right. But people aren't giving into it. Yeah. And it's easier. I feel like it's just easier to be in that higher consciousness. I don't know. People, people are always asking me, where should I move? And they're usually coming from a place of, uh, you know, where am I going to be safe? And my advice is always, it, it has nothing to do with that. It's about where are you supposed to be? Where does the land um, welcome you? Where, what do you resonate with? Exactly. Uh, I'm here, you know, we're, I'm, I'm blessed to be here, but we're here because the land told us this is where we're supposed to be. We didn't move here because it's off grid and we can be self-sufficient. I mean, those are great bonuses that I'm happy about, but it's not why we're here in the first place. Right. Um, that's actually a good point uh, to your question, Mike. Uh, I personally believe that all of us vibrationally can create our heaven on earth again through our consciousness. So for your friends that are in you know, the heart of L.A. County, um, you know, I think they can still do OK. But here's where it separates. And again, my uh, wife's brother is a uh, robbery homicide detective for Rampart in L.A. Whoa. The toughest. Yep. The toughest yes. place in the world. And he told Monica and I in July of last year that the police have been completely defunded now. And the next time any of the nonsense breaks out, like it did obviously last summer, as you know, all of us, you know, saw that's it. Social mm -hmm. services ain't coming to help you. Yeah. So once we heard that and we were living in West Covina in South Hills in a nice area and subdivision, then we were like, Oh, that's it. We're out of here. So my opinion is that, yes, you can come somewhat, again, create your heaven and earth and create your reality in the dark vibrational aspects of the big cities. But I think there will come a time where it's going to get really weird, really fast in those places. And so if you don't have a bug out plan or a plan B, maybe is the better statement or term, you're going to be in trouble. Now, to, what, you know, to, to address the question further, you should definitely have a plan B. Monica and I uh, already are planning on buying a second place in Florida in the next year, 100%, because the way I'm affected primarily right now is that both of my daughters have never been vaccinated, of course, never been touched by any of that nonsense. I was blessed to be uh, aware of that kind of stuff in my early 20s. I literally had a chiropractor, I swear to God, just literally come up to me. I've been working with him for two weeks and he just handed me the book, The Sanctity of Human Blood when I was 24 years old and said, I think that this book is going to resonate with you. And I was like, I looked at him and I'm like looking at the cover of the book and I'm like, why do you Wait, think I don't know that book. What is that? The Sanctity, oh, the sanctity of Human Blood. Get that book, dude. Okay. It's, I think you know, it's Jay, um, 
removed it yet. But anyway, I took it home. I read the whole thing and I was like, oh my God. I mean, I was already kind of walking the path, but then that really melted my brain. But so my children have never been touched. So I tell you guys that because that, you know, the, the, the overlord here, as we know who he is, uh, you know, has basically stated now that there will be no in-person um, teaching. So what that means is, is that if you are privately homeschooling your children, which of course I am, mm-hmm. you now, the homeschoolers run the risk of committing a felony in California if they don't get double V'd themselves. So obviously the homeschoolers are like us, right? So they're not going to go and get it. So you know, we have a very real, uh, you know, specter now of dealing with either ki- doing it our doing our kids ourselves, which, you know, would be difficult because obviously both of my wife and I are very, very busy people. We are creating all sorts of things in the, in the magic system. Um, or my ex-wife is in Florida and my daughters can go to school there and not be persecuted or segregated or any of this utter nonsense that is happening in some other states. So we are probably going to let them go back. Uh, actually, they're going back for two weeks to spend time with their mom and they're going to look. And if they like it and they feel like it's something that they can do, we say, hey, you know what? Give it six months. Give it the second half of the year. Because my, my daughter is in eighth grade and sixth grade right now, you know, from a technical standpoint. And they want to be in the social experience of being around other kids. You know, they want to have that experience. And I don't want to like not give them, give that to them. But I mean, I can't have that guys in California. Sure. It's I can crazy. homeschool them. Right. And, and, and they're, they're very involved in, you know, after school stuff. I mean, my one daughter is like this advanced cheerleader. She's already, you know, competing national tournaments with like seniors in high school and my sixth grade girls in dance. And so they got that, but they don't, you know, they, they're isolated. They're here all day. They're in their other rooms right now doing their homeschool. You know, yeah, what I my mean? kids so like, are too. So yeah. we, we, we got them into 4-H. Thank God that's pretty big here, which is because nice. we're very rural. Um, but still, that's not enough. We're, we're going through that too. And, and yeah. in fact, a focus of the event is unschooling nice. and homeschooling and figuring out ways to fix these issues because we're technically in California. And um, this is why it's important to know the law, the real law, not the legal system. And I think it's important to stand up to it. But yeah, that's a great point. Um, that's my one of my biggest concerns right now with the homeschooling. And we've talked about this a bunch on the show, and there's lots of remedy for this, but is socialization. And what we have going against us besides homeschooling is we live in a very isolated place to begin with, where there's not a lot of kids. So I'm trying to get families to move here and like, come, come here and, and uh, we'll create our own uh, paradise of unschooling. <laughs> so um, it's tough. It is tough. And uh, our kids are going to, um, you know, my kids, same thing. No, never been injected with anything. I had the fortunate experience of knowing, you know, of the, of knowing bear since before they were born. So I Amazing. was like calling him, I don't know. And he's like, no, no, believe me. Your kids are going to be crushing because yeah. one, their IQ is going to be way above right. most of their right. peers, yeah. which is true. They have Absolutely the spark true. of consciousness. Yes, in them. Exactly. It's and the light. Yeah. It's the, the light. Being. It's the yeah. Light. You know, you know, my kids, Mike, and uh, they've never been vaccinated. Uh, awesome. We homeschooled them. Awesome. I delivered them myself in the bath in, in our awesome. bedroom. And, uh, you know, that was way before it was starting to get trendy. You know, the main thing that I get from other people that are thinking about homeschooling is they still are kind of a foot in the other world. And they think that they have to register with somebody or, 
or tell somebody or get uh, an approved curriculum. And I say, well, no, that's kind of you know counter to why you're doing this in the first place. So with our kids, we, you know, we didn't, we just did our own thing and they all went on. They two-stepped into the university system, not because I thought they needed to go to university. They wanted to, I said, okay, you know, I'll finance it. But you know, the first 12 years were ours and they excelled academically as well. Um, and they, to this day, are free thinkers, they're entrepreneurs, Beautiful. and they don't vaccinate their own kids. Yeah. Well, my daughters are, you know, that's one of the things that I've established with them now is that like, you know, if you guys get, create a job, I mean, create a job, create a business that shows me a profitable state, but by the time you're 18, I'll give you the money that I would have otherwise given you to go to college and you can do whatever you want with it, invest in your business, go travel through Europe. I don't care. It's your money, do what you want with it. But yeah, I mean, that's the, we have to be those type of beacons, which obviously doc, you know, man, I love you, man. I appreciate you to be such a powerful force to be so advanced and so in far from people. I mean, whenever all three of us, whenever I find people that literally knew enough not to ever get to be, and by the way, uh, let me mention this. Pierre Sabak is writing a book on the V and no one really knows this yet. Um, other than like his inner circle. And so I'm telling you guys now, so a lot of people are going to know about this, but like this book is going to detonate because he is the best researcher on the planet with, I think, esoteric wisdom and understanding what's going on here. His books, Holographic Culture and the Murder of Reality are some of the most amazing things ever put forth between mankind. And actually on Sunday, Matt LaCroix, myself, Billy Carson and Rex are doing a podcast on all of that. Which oh, Awesome. Is- yeah, it's been put off for four months. And so like, we're so excited. We, we actually have prep, we, we prep for it, which for us with as busy as all of us are, it's kind of crazy. But uh, there is no question that, as I told you guys before, the V is the great consciousness suppressor. And if they did not institute that in the last 100 years, this matrix would have already unraveled. It would have, the control structure would have broken because that is how they keep human consciousness lowered. As you couldn't guys agree know. more, couldn't agree yeah, more. That's, that's it. But you can't speak about that because, again, saying that, you know, potentially deletes the video. You know what I mean? I mean, who knows? They could probably delete this video off of YouTube because the AI is looking, listening to code words. And I did not speak in code every time. So I apologize for that. You guys will have a, the raw footage. of we, it. We, Well, we put the protective shield around it before we go. And it seems to be working. Uh, they tried to uh, take our entire channel down. And then I sent a very pleasant actually email asking you uh, just saying, Hey, YouTube, we're, we're cool. Like we don't, we're not disparaging anyone. We're not racist. We're not, uh, what's going on here. And they put our channel back up. Awesome. So so that also proves that there are good peeps. There are good, there are good, portions at work. i heard there's some good like light workers now in at youtube that are trying there to has keep, to be yeah there has to be. so there, it's there literally has to be i mean that's the way i look at it there has to be because i mean again we all know that there is a quote-unquote dark ai whatever you want to call it you know shane bales calls it the red queen it's a technology i mean it probably mm-hmm. really is the red queen because if you've watched any of the big movies that have come out in the last two years in fact, the one that I really want to mention is um, the movie that came out this year with uh, it was the reboot of uh, Justice League. It was Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> and uh, this the robot guy, whatever his name is, I forget his Cyborg. name. Cyborg. Cyborg. Dude, they were showing the Red Queen and how it was surveilling the entire planet at all moments and times like consciousness, 
frequency, heartbeat. I mean, it was, it was mind blowing. And again, Shane Bales has told me that Zach Snyder is one of him. He was in the special projects and that mm -hmm. these guys have been let out of these special projects. And again, the special projects would be, you know, underground uh, bases, you know, where super they were soldier, taken. super soldier stuff. Yeah, like, these, Max, so these like guys, Max Spears. Did you, did exactly, you ever hear? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know Max, but, but, but something like that. So basically, you know, and I'll introduce you guys to Shane Bales. You should bring Shane Bales. Shane Bales is the guy that wrote the pot, the, the blog, the ruiner blogspot.com, the most profound mm -hmm. stuff you can ever read. I, I'm familiar with his work. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, he is like, and he's one of us and, and, mm -hmm. you know, he is very open. He's like, look, man, I was let out, but there are certain things that you can say when you're let out and certain things you can't say. And he told me, in a stream that him and I did, of course, off air. And so I'm telling you now, and by the way, he's given me approval to say this, but Zack Snyder is like imprinted with the stamp of you go and tell the story. And so I tell people, all you have to do, if you want to know what is going on on this planet is watch the scene in super, or what is it? Justice League, the reboot, the four, it's a four hour movie where it has, uh, you know, the, 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 the chief anti uh, uh, dark side, Mm -hmm. and and then steppenwolf and steppenwolf is a 15 foot reptilian being a draconian and it even says he's a draconian and yeah. they're showing this to you and of course again mythological superhero cartoon whatever they're imprinting on our consciousness but this is the true story you know they're showing like the olympians and the titans mm -hmm. and how humanity band up to fight them and how this, you know, all ended and whatnot and stuff like that. So again, there's obviously truth with error. It's very strategic. But when Shane told me about Zack Snyder and how Zack Snyder was in the same things that he was, I was like, oh my God. He was like, yeah, dude, you, you got it now. Yeah. And that's why they didn't yeah. allow that movie out in 2017. And they put that sanitized version. And even the sanitized version was a cool movie. I'm all into comic book movies. Like I love superheroes and stuff. Right. And I know they're brainwashing me. I mean, Marvel now is absolute total... Well we grew up in we grew up on it you know i was right. a, i had all the marvel and dc comics as a kid and yep. it's, it's all about the duality once again it's exactly. like understanding we all are superheroes exactly. and mm -hmm. we can do amazing things mm -hmm. we have psychic powers we have the ability to yeah. levitate if we want all that <laughs> stuff seriously and so of course they they have to project the duality in a way that one contractually they have to tell us what they're doing we understand that so they do that through films they do that through all the mainstream uh you know art and stuff um so that we tacitly agree right um by engaging in commerce through them yes. on that yes um and yes. then of course we know the the miss the the kind of mind spell in being in a theater I, so just so you know jay i studied film at uc santa barbara and i That's worked awesome. in hollywood for 10 years and so I knew a lot of the creepy underground stuff going on there and the esoteric stuff. But there is a, a scientific like thing that happens when you watch a movie. You go into a dream state. You become yes. the hero yourself. It's, yes. the, it's the story arc of, of who we are as heroes in our own journey. So we can embrace that as long as we have the knowledge and wisdom of knowing, okay, there's duality here. And there's and so I, let, I watch this stuff with my kids and I educate them on really yes. what they're showing and the symbolism. But we also get a kick out of it because we know we're superheroes too. Yes. As long as you come in with the wisdom and knowledge, there's no fear. There's like, I, Baron, right. I don't buy into even like, it's all the Masonic dark agenda. No, right. masonry is, is, is just an es is esoterics. Yes. You have yes. the duality in that as well. And yes, it's been co-opted and controlled right. to higher degrees and all that. But this whole idea of like that, that it's all dark is it's not how the realm works. It's not how law no. works.
No, and, and again, well, that's exactly right. It's hermetics. I'm sorry, Doc. Just let me say this real quick. It's everything is hermetics in that it is the law of balance, the law of rhythm, the law of vibration, the law of resonance. You know, what comes in goes out. Mm-hmm. What well, I know, and I, I, I've been re- I've been catching up on this again because it's like the Kabbalion so I'm much. showing because yeah, there's it's, so it's, much. It's so much in it. But yeah. the pendulum is always swinging back and forth, right? So what we label dark can be light at another time in the linear equation, right? And just this, the inverse is also true. So outside of the third dimensional construct of time, there is none of that. So what we label things in here is what you said at the very beginning, Doc, of polarity. You know, there is literally a polarity in the third dimension. And so once we recognize that and we start looking from a multidimensional lens, then we realize we got to be careful of what we label and how we observe things because none of that is real outside of this dimension. Yeah, exactly. So I was just going to bring it back full circle to some of our initial comments. You know, you brought up the Masonic order and that was originally about building our biological temple. That's what it was all about. That's what the Bible's about. It's about telling us exactly how to build the physical temple because again in the kabbalah they tell us that um you know the purity of spirit never changes but it cannot manifest in an imperfect form so it's up to us to perfect that form and that's why all this knowledge has been occulted that's why it's been inverted and infiltrated and i get a little uh sometimes impatient when I just hear, you know, you, you mentioned Masonic and it's like, Oh, Satan, you know, it's like, no, yeah. Yeah. What they do is they invert the truth. And so it always has to start from the truth because they have no ability to create in the first place. Right. That's exactly right. And I, and I have said this for a long time and this just was kind of given to me from reading, you know, our good friend, uh, at least spiritually, Dr. Walter Russell. And that was mm, that, yeah. you know, it takes a pure heart to discern truth. You cannot discern in the third dimension because again, it's not, it's not, we're not designed to intellectually know everything in the third dimension. We are literally here to open up our hearts and to expand so that the, you know, the spirituality, if you want to call it the Holy Spirit, whatever you want to call it, the higher self, you know, connects to the source consciousness field, you know, again, of energy and frequency, because everything is energy and frequency. Anyone who's ever done plant medicine, and I really, really don't even want to say ayahuasca, I would actually say go to the mothership and use 5-MeO, which is the Sonoran Desert Toad, Bufo, you are blasted into the source field. It's an instant sensation of like, now I'm in this like tunnel uh, field where I'm outside of my physical body. I'm now this etheric energetic. I call it like a slinky. You feel like a slinky around your physical body. And it's just the most profound experience. It's pure love. All you're doing is literally either crying or just like in this feeling of like everything is perfect and I don't want to leave, you know, and it's a short thing. It's a 20 to 25 minute trip or whatever, but you know, and again, we produce DMT, you know, naturally, I mean, you know, there's all sorts of ideas around, you know, that stuff. But I mean, I literally just did an experience with my wife two weeks ago in Mexico on the beach in Las Ventanas, Mexico. And it was the most profound thing. I've done it now. It's my fourth time I've done it. And it was just so amazing. I mean, I, for the next two days, I was just, I mean, I was like, a, I don't know how to say it. I was just this consciously tuned love device and i could just my clarity on everything was just so high i mean and again and you guys know this i mean 
getting back into the matrix, the system, you know, and whatever we do, regardless, you're around vibrational frequencies that bring you lower than where we were when we were, again, at base essence. And so the game is always to stay as high as possible while also navigating the third dimensional construct. And the third dimensional construct is a school. It really is. This is an earth school yep. to, to evolve and grow our souls and to love, to give and to receive love. That's all we're really here for, to really realize is to give and to receive love. And, you know, I've said this a million times and I'll say it again, but you guys already know this, but the best way to give and receive love for people that don't understand what that means is literally just to spend energy in the field of your dog. When your dog is wagging its tail <laughs> and is loving you, that energy is also in your energy field and that will lift you spiritually, vibrationally just to do that. And so whenever I get la- down or dejected or stressed or whatever, I just say, yeah, I'm going downstairs and I'm going to jump. We have like these giant bean bags and I just jump on the mat with the dog and it's, I dog pile with my dog. And then they just love me and lick me and wag that tail. And I'm just basking in that energy, man. And that energy just changes everything. And that's, that Mm. is, that is unconditional love right there. That dog instinctually loves his master and it could be a cat too, but you know, it's most cats, cats can be kind of a dick. I love cats. Cats are definitely weird, but like some cats can, they can give you that energy, but not like a dog can, you know, the dog is much more, you know, subservient and it's just wagging the tail and so happy and licking you and man Uh, that changes everything i agree my dog actually she gives hugs she's actually extremely forceful with her affection she's like i will love you whether you like it or not and uh yeah and bear and deb they have uh they've had a dog their same dog going on god bear how old is she now 12 13 15 years and uh our dog uh yeah a few years ago we started giving a carbon 60 Yep, I was just gonna say and, that um, literally gave my little rat dog at least yeah. four years of life. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so she had not had a heat for several years. Within two weeks of being on carbon sixty, she went back in the heat, and for the last three years, she has regular heats now. I mean, we don't enjoy them that amazing, much, man. but that's what it did to her body. It's yeah. amazing stuff. Hey, can I ask you a quick uh, question on that while we're at it? Do. You know, we have had a few comments about people that are trying to liken graphene, which is, of course, two-dimensional carbon. Right. And they try to uh, equate that to carbon-60, which is a full three-dimensional molecule. You know, I try to explain to these people the that haven't had organic right. chemistry that right. if you just modulate even a little side chain a tiny bit, it makes it totally different. So. Right. Do you have anything that you can tell folks that think that that's part of the AI plot? No, it's absolutely, you're 100% right. A Buckminster Fuller read is totally different. And those things, by the way, are also, um, they're, uh, they're engine, all of the vaccine stuff. And by the way, my business partner, and we never even ended up talking about a seer at all, but uh, my business partner was, is a genius biochemist and biochemical engineer. I mean, he's like one of the smartest people on the planet. He was one of the guys that was involved in the manufacturing and synthesis of mRNA. So he's out there like talking about the people all the time. Nick Andrews is his name. I love him, by the way. And he's like literally telling people like, no, if you get the V, you're either going to die or have severe autoimmune disorder within three years. And that's the facts, Jax, because all the animals died in the studies, right? Like he's out there telling people this. And, you know, there's a lot of smart physicians and medical researchers talking about this, but 
Um, no, that's absolutely not true. Everything that they have done in the pharma world is specifically engineered for an end game of one, causing as much medical harm as possible so that the big pharma system and obviously the AMA and all the twin snake groups get, get paid through the autoimmune disease and disruption. And you know, there's going to be so many things that are going to come down the pipe from this. And then obviously, ultimately, it's a depopulation weapon. They're thinning the herd. This is the, this is the full on sprint to get to the Georgia Guidestones 500 million to a billion people on the planet. I mean, look, guys, let's be honest. I mean, that is the game plan here. This, the game plan is to steal energy, to remove souls, and to get the population lower. And again, from a Hawkins metaphysical look or observation, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. Everybody's choosing exactly what they need to evolve and grow. If you start thinking like, yeah, but that's not right, Jay, because some of these kids are kids and blah, blah, blah. No, that's third dimension. Fifth dimension looks at it and says, you know what? At a soul level, regardless of their age, they're choosing what they need. Okay. Every single one. Maybe, I, I don't care. They're choosing. And and maybe those kids came in to teach the parents a thing or two. That's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. I see that right now with my ex-wife. I mean, my my 11 year or both of them, my 13, 11 year old are like advising her. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Uh, Dr. Edith Ubuntu Chan, who's a dear friend of ours. uh, She has a whole luminary kids program and she talks about how her child came to her in her dreams and said, I've chosen you mommy from the stars and how all these kids that are coming in right now are these bright, bright, elevated consciousness. And they're ready. They're ready for the next step. And they're like, come on parents, what are you doing? (laughs) Snap out of it. uh, They're all like that. I mean, I see it in my own daughters. I mean, they're both so much more advanced souls than us. And and guys, we can end the show here because you guys know how to jump. But in truth, that's the key. The key is for people like us to keep these advanced ascended master beings avoided, you know, while they're, 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 uh, you know, under the pressure of oppression and the stress of being vulnerable so that they can ultimately create basically the golden age or the new earth or whatever it is, you know, essentially we're the stewards and the shepherds right now for them because they're, they're the ones that are going to create the new earth. Yep. Absolutely. Well, I plan on living 200 years so I'll, or more. So I'll be here. Who's to say you can't though. In exactly. Truth. Exactly. Yeah. Especially yeah. with the technologies and, uh, that are coming out. And we're Final not talking words, transhuman yeah. technology. We're talking yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. heart, heart resonant, um, you know, beautiful, real technology. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, look, and, uh, exactly. You place your consciousness on being healthy and saying that I'm going to live to 200 years. There's absolutely no reason. Again, you have to keep the physical avatar functional and you guys know yeah. how to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead, Bear. And close it out. Well, Okay, I was just saying the most gratifying thing that I've learned through the Ascended Master teachings is that, you know, not every soul chooses to incarnate right now because there are risks involved and they are guiding us from behind the veil. And when this earth moves into the new shift, then we are told that those of us that have gone before will then in turn guide them and be their teachers from behind the veil. So it's just a really nice uh, thought, you know, that these uh, angelic beings, whatever, that are assisting us, that we will uh, get the opportunity someday uh, to pay it forward. I really like that concept. 
Beautiful. Man, you guys, honestly, I'm so honored. I can't wait till we connect again. I definitely want to bring you guys both on my podcast. For anybody who's listened to this today and found any value in it, I'm sure there are some, even if you don't like us, uh, I have a website or a link that I give away a bunch of stuff. So just go to jccampbell.com forward slash free books, and you can get free PDF copies of the two, uh, my two top five star, you know, rated books, uh, the testosterone optimization therapy Bible, and then the uh, the blowtorch diet, which is like the second or third highest rated book ever on Amazon for fasting. And then I also have two amazing PDFs on consciousness. Uh, and I don't even know the, what, what their names are anymore, but feel free to go there again, jccampbell.com forward slash free books and download them. And, uh, if you, if I can help you or serve you guys in any way, please don't hesitate to reach out. And I will put all those links in the show notes, uh, below, uh, including your wonderful podcast and YouTube and all that. Thank you, uh, we, we will make sure to direct everybody that way. And, uh, yeah. And just thanks so much, Jay. Uh, you are just such a shining light for us all to look up to. And as Brian O says in the chat here, Alpha Vedic and Jay Campbell, thank you for incredible inspiration to continue on our path of enlightenment and raising vibrations, highest gratitude for beautiful heartfelt truth. So thank Jay, you. I, I thank you. And, uh, I look forward to staying connected with you. And oh, yeah. if you're ever on a road trip North, you know, you've always got a home up here. I, I think that that's you. actually going to be happening guys. So I'm going to be Good. talking to you guys off air, but, uh, literally profoundly love from my heart to yours and to your families too, and stay beautiful, stay humble, stay resonant. And I will be in touch. And, uh, as I always say, raise your vibration to optimize your love creation. I'll see you guys. Take care. Uh, awesome. And thanks everybody for joining us. Remember to get outside, get your feet in the soil, go plant something, go on a hike. Mother nature is our best teacher. We love you. And we will see you next week. Cheers. Beautiful guys. I'm going to run. Hit okay. Me up, thanks Jay.